Are you a professional woman who wants to create passive income streams and financial freedom through real estate investing? Join us here on Real Estate Investor Goddesses, hosted by Monique Holm. Listen to women who are rocking it in real estate investments as they share their stories of success, failures, and best advice in real estate investing. Start creating real wealth through real estate. Tune in today. Here's your host, real estate investor, syndicator, and developer, Monique Holm. Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. I'm your host, Monique Holm. On this show, I interview badass women investing in real estate, real estate investor goddesses that are crushing it in the real estate space. And I am super excited to have with me this week, Camilla Jeffs, who is a founder and CEO of SteadyStream Investment. She's been a real estate investor for 18 years. She holds an MBA and has successfully started several businesses. She's the mother of five amazing children and includes them in her business rehabbing homes, which I love. She has a passion for helping others build wealth through real estate so they can live their lives with intention and purpose. Super excited to have her with us. Welcome, Camilla. Thank you so much, Monique. So happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. So how did you get started in real estate investing? Great question. So I got started when I was really young and I was 22 and I did a house hack where I, and I was, I got married really young too and uh, had my first baby at 22. So I did all this at the same time. And then we house hacked. So we got a house that had a basement apartment and let other people live there. And we were able to rent out that apartment. And it was really awesome because I could only paid about a hundred dollars a month on to be able to live there which was perfect. And then around that same time, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I started thinking that, you know what, there's something to this real estate investing. And that's when it just took off from there. And I just kept doing it and kept doing it, kept doing it. Amazing. So after that, you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is so many of my guests have, <laughs> you know, we're also inspired by that it's little a classic. It is. What was your next one after that? So you, you know, the first one was a house hack. That's how I started too. And then what was your next investment? The next one was a live and flip. So a live and flip is the method where you move into a house that needs to be rehabbed. You rehab it while you're living there. So yes, you live in a mess. <laughs> and then you? you live in it for at least two years, move out, rent it for about three and then sell the property after five years. So that's kind of the strategy that we did. And so we did that several times. We've done that. In fact, we're doing one right now. We're doing a live and flip right now with all the kids. And it's messy, but it's, but it's fun. It's a great strategy. That is awesome. And, you know, one of the things I saw that you were starting to do, you know, get passive investing. What, what's your main focus right now? Yeah. So, I mean, after doing, we do live in flips, right? So that's one of our, one of my specialties. And the other specialty is apartment syndication, which is passive investing. And so as I started getting, going through you know, real estate, I, I put on my vision board along about 10 years ago that I wanted to buy an apartment complex. And I, and I just, but I didn't know how, I didn't know how to buy this apartment complex. And throughout all of my real estate investing, I've, I've pretty much done it on my own. I've been a solopreneur. 
got into small multifamilies, bought small multifamilies with some investors, and then realized I need to play a bigger game. I really wanted to step up and play a bigger game and go after that apartment complex that was on that vision board. And so I went after it. And I, the first step I did was actually investing passively myself into a syndication which was really cool way to get into real estate. And, and now I'm like hooked. I just think it's just the most amazing thing because I don't have to do the work, right? I don't yeah. have to like go out and awesome. find it. Yeah, it's so great. And it's such <laughs> an easy way to get into real estate investing. So now I'm just like singing its praises and just telling everybody that I know and trying to spread the word about a way to really invest in real estate rather than investing in the stock market because it's so similar, right? I mean, the stock market, you put, you put money into the stock market into like a mutual fund and someone else manages it for you and you don't think about it. It's kind of a set it and forget it investment. Well, the same with syndications. You can put your money into a syndication and professionals manage it for you. And then it's a set it and forget it investment and it just grows. And the cool thing is it grows way better than the stock market it has way more benefits. And tax benefits. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> Yes. Your money's growing, you have tax benefits. It's just makes a lot of sense. So are you working? So you're, you know, you have your live-in flips. Do you mostly passively invest or do you syndicate? So I'm syndicating now. So I I join in as a general partner. And so I, I help to raise money for syndication. So spread the word for other people. And then also working on a couple of deals to try and get them closed. It's been hard during this, you know, the last couple of months to get a deal to close. <laughs> it sure has. Um, but, but we are, we're still working it. We're still working it. So, yeah. What have been your biggest challenges during this crazy period? Well, so I was working on at the beginning before COVID struck, well, before I guess the economy shut down, I was working a three property portfolio where, and it was about 300 units for all three properties. And the seller pulled out one of them because he realized he had a prepayment penalty. Mm-hmm. And then another one we got in after, you know, accepted LOI, we got in and we're looking at the, the deal and it's actually 70% occupied by students. Well, uh, you know what happened with student housing, you know, all the students got sent home. And so lenders are just completely halting, thinking, whoa, wait a minute, I don't want to lend on a student housing deal. And so as we were going through this, we just got tripped up in the lending and, you know, because one day they were okay with it, the next day they weren't. (laughs) So so that was the tricky part about this, this particular portfolio deal that we're working on. So we're down to the one property that we're still attempting to purchase that's not a student housing because we couldn't pull off the student housing one, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. Good luck. Fingers across for you. Yeah, because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of shifts, and I know the blenders they with lending they assess risk, and there mm-hmm. there's so much risk right now they're not quite sure how to handle it. So a lot of a lot of lending on the commercial side has been halted. So it's tricky, tricky times. So I want to ask you a question that I ask all my guests, and this is. This is my favorite question to ask. I feel like I get the most gold from this one. What was your biggest mistake and what did you learn from it? Ooh, you know, there are so many mistakes and so much learning in real estate. It's kind of why I love it. It's, it's just a chance to, to fail often, but you learn a ton from those failures. 
So one of my biggest mistakes was, it was a, actually a tax one. I made a mistake in taxes. So it was a property, a single family home that we had held for 10 years. And over the course of 10 years, of course, you, we'd gotten great tax benefits, the depreciation, you know, the mortgage, all these tax benefits that we got. Mm-hmm. Well, we sold the home and made a decent profit and we're patting ourselves on the back. Well, come tax time, <laughs> we realized that, yeah, that there was a problem because that depreciation kind of came back to bite us in the end. And because we did not know this was going to happen, we did not 1031 exchange. We didn't do anything to protect that gain that we received from the sale of the property. And almost to the penny, taxes wiped out that profit. And I was so devastated and angry. (laughs) I was embarrassed. And I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. You did not make this mistake. But I did. And guess what? Never going to happen again. (laughs) That money's going to be protected. Yeah. That, I mean, the tax benefits of real estate investing cannot be understated, but you have to plan for it and be thoughtful about it. So a lot of people don't realize, a lot of people don't even realize the tax benefits of real estate investing that you can, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that at first. I, I had always assumed the more money you make, the more you pay in taxes. That's, what, that's basically what they say the system is supposed to work like, right? It's like progressive income tax. You make more money, you pay more taxes. Well, real estate doesn't work that way. And it's one of the big reasons why people invest in real estate is because of all of it's a, mm-hmm. it's tax, it's preferential treatment. It receives so that even though you're making money, it often looks like you're losing money because of depreciation, but you do recapture that when you sell, unless you do some other thing like 1031 exchange or you have other losses that can offset that. So it takes, yeah, it was really have a good CPA that understands real estate. (laughs) That can get, I know. Talk to them before you do anything. Yes, for sure. For sure. You know, and for us in the beginning, I, we kind of stumbled upon the tax benefits because we didn't really understand what was happening. We just got a couple investment properties and then when we started filing our taxes, suddenly our you know, CPA is like, well, you guys don't owe any taxes. I mean, we paid zero dollars in taxes for several years in the, in the beginning. And we're like, huh, that's pretty cool. But of course, he didn't have any like strategies or ways. You know, he wasn't a real estate CPA, which I think is another really important thing that as real estate investors, you need to have a CPA who knows real estate in and out. Yeah. So they can give you the best advice because we got general advice from our general CPA, but now we have a real estate CPA who gives us like very specific advice. So we're not going to lose our gain again. Good. That is an, that is a painful mistake. (laughs) It was. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So everyone listening, get your investing in real estate. Make sure you have a CPA that really understands in real estate investing. Mm -hmm. I think who is an investor themselves. I always like having team members that are investors. Mm-hmm. They really get it. So, well, the flip side, what are you most proud of? Oh, I'm, what am I most proud of? I think I'm most proud of the fact that I have continued to push through and, and, 
become an entrepreneur. I just love owning my own business. I, I get really proud of that. The fact that I am, I like calling myself a founder and CEO. <laughs> it's just, just fun to own your own business and to have something that you're creating and building because it can always be built in lots of different ways. And, and I'm also proud that the business that I am building is a very purple and intentional business. So I really care about my tenants and I'll, as I've grown in, in real estate, I've come to understand that as a real estate investor, you can have a powerful impact on the lives of many people, especially when you invest in apartment buildings, because you can go in and, and make those apartment buildings cleaner, safer, better to live, and tenants are much more happy. And you're like building communities, you know, instead of, instead of just affecting you know, one family at a time, you're affecting hundreds. And I just love that about investing. I just love having impact. I love that too. My mission is to only invest in properties where I can leave the property and the community better than I found it. And oh, I think awesome. that when we go in with that mentality, and I, I also think might be my, my prejudice, but I think women are <laughs> like even more like intent on that. And you know, how can we, how can we do this? It's not about being a slumlord. It's not about getting every dollar out of a deal. It's really, it's how can we use this and to make people's lives better? And yeah. that's, that's what I love about real estate. Exactly. Exactly. I'm right there with you. And to what do you attribute your success? Oh, that's a good question. So my success has come from just having perseverance and passion. I think, I mean, you fail a lot as an entrepreneur and you, you come up against hard things. I think one of the interesting things that I'm facing right now, in my business is, is online marketing. I never knew about online marketing and you know how to do that and, and what even to do. And so I'm stumbling through that, stumbling through the tech and I'm getting there. It's getting, it's getting better and better each time. But I think it's just that perseverance to say, okay, I don't know what I don't know. Let me figure it out. And having the attitude that I, I Marie Forleo's new book, everything is figure outable. That's kind yeah, of my new that. mantra that I've <laughs> a- adopted. <laughs> I like, yep, everything is figure outable and I can figure out how to do it. And I love that. And I'm proud of that because not only have I learned that, I'm passing that down to my children as well. And so my children, as they approach things, you know, we, I, we just always approach it with that growth mindset that, hey, you know, we can do this. We can figure this out. Let's, let's do it. Whether it be in a, in a rehab that we're doing and, you know, we come up against a problem in, with the tile in the bathroom or a school project or even, a, you know, problems with friends or something like that, like social issues that we come up against, then, then we're always like, Okay, let's figure it out. That's great. And what advice do you have for a woman who's just starting out in this field? Oh, so first of all, don't stop. Don't get scared. Keep going, right? So fear is going to hold you back from progress. And so you really need to push through the fear. And I think of it as a, you know, you step into kind of a dark cave, fill your way around a little bit. And then as your, your eyes will adjust and it will find the light that's in the cave to, in order to illuminate what's around. And you'll be surprised at what you can actually see. And so don't stop, just keep going. And then there's like two really easy ways to get into real estate. And number one is you know, the way I did it, house hacking, right? House hacking is a really simple way to get into real estate and you start learning how to get the right tenants and you start figuring out all the things that you have to do to keep the property up and running. And the second is, you know, if you're, 
if you have a really great job and you've been earning a lot of money, passively invest in real estate. You know, instead of putting all that money into the stock market, I mean, I my heart about dropped for my friends who were all in all in in the stock market earlier this year. I thought, oh no, you know, you've got to diversify, and so it's a really easy way to diversify is to invest passively. And there's great benefits there because then you start learning from syndicators like me and you know, Monique, like you, and like we can help teach you how to get into this world. And then you're off to the races from there. Such good advice. And one last question before we get into our famed end of show Trinity, what do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know? Oh, so at the beginning, I wish I would have known about passive investing because I would have invested <laughs> earlier, right? So <laughs> investing is fun and all, and, and, you know, you get kind of a thrill, but you also get a lot of, there's a lot of really hard days when you're swinging that hammer and, you know, or negotiating the, the, you know, the deal that, and it's just not working. But passive investing, if I would have known about that earlier, I could have started on that plan a much better. And in fact, I've, I've studied it so much that I've developed like a, there's a really great 10-year plan. If you can, you can do this 10-year plan, invest every single year and in one passive investment, and it's just one, it just takes one a year, you're going to be well on your way and you'll have replaced your income in 10 years. And so I wish I would have known that earlier than I would have started, but I'm on my 10-year plan now. So happy about yeah. that. I wish I'd known too, because especially so I live in Los Angeles, which is such an expensive market. Oh, yeah. So with these, the passive investments are so much more lucrative than the ones where I've done all my all the work here, and <laughs> like a lot more lucrative. And it's like, why? How did I not know this for so long? So, but I'm glad I know it now. And now, in you listening out there, now you know it. So check it yep. out. Okay, so Camille, how can people reach you to find out more, you know, how can they find out more about what you do and connect with you? Yeah, you can visit my website. It's Steady Stream Investments. You can find me on LinkedIn and Facebook, Instagram, all the all the grams, the social media. I'm I'm out there as Steady Stream Investments. And I'd be so excited to connect with any of you who want to learn a little bit more about, about real estate. Happy to share. All right, so you see investments everywhere. All right, so now it is time for our Trinity, dun, 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 our, which is a brag, gratitude, and desire. What's one thing you're celebrating right now? What's your brag? Oh, okay, so I have almost finished a digital course about passive investing. So it's going to be a free masterclass that I'll be offering to anyone who wants to take it on passive investing. And it's all the ins and outs and, you know, the risks, the rewards, like everything you're going to need to know about passive investing. So I've almost finished that and it'll be my first digital course that I've launched ever online. So I'm really excited about it. It's going to be great. Well bragged. And what's one thing you're grateful for? I'm so grateful that I've been able to learn and educate myself about financial health. I think that it's really important that, especially as women, I know our audience is women here, that we take control of our financial health. Unfortunately, women end up single and alone for a lot longer than men do. And, you know, like 80% of women need to plan for our financial future or we will, we will end up without help. And so we need to make sure that we control the finances. And that, that doesn't mean like 
just ourselves control. Like, and don't let the, you know, don't let your husband touch it. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you need to know what's happening with finances and you need to be well-educated so that you can help make those decisions and take control of your, your financial future. And so I'm just, I just so grateful that I've been able to be educated and, and learn about this so that now I can share with others. Hmm, beautiful. And last but not least, what's one thing you desire? Well, I have really big desires for my children to have, to feel empowered to do anything that they want to do. And so that's kind of also part of my journey as an entrepreneur mother is to really teach my children how to take the steps, how to have the right mindset, how to have the perseverance to just go and do what you want to do. And I'm just so proud of my oldest daughter. She just graduated from high school and she is launching her first online business. <laughs> I'm super excited for her. And I just hope that it goes really well. Oh, that's awesome. Well, so shall your desire be or so much better than you can imagine. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you so much for coming on. Y'all, you can reach Camila at SteadyStreamInvestments.com or, or at SteadyStreamInvestments all over the internet. You can connect with me at reigoddesses.com. There you can find out, you can, if you want to learn and get into some, find out about passive investing opportunities, join our investor club there and, and join our community of amazing real estate investor goddesses from all over the country and all over the world. I think we're in 22 countries now. So join our community through the website and definitely subscribe to the podcast, share it with friends, comment and Join us next week for another Real Estate Investor Goddess interview. Bye-bye. You have just listened to another episode of Real Estate Investor Goddesses, a show dedicated to sharing stories of women creating real wealth through real estate. If you found value on what you just heard, feel free to share with your friends. Visit us at reigoddesses.com to learn more about our programs and live events, as well as to access other resources. Until next time.